Welcome to the Aquademia podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this Advocate Session episode of the Aquademia podcast, where we take 10 with the Responsible Seafood Advocate. I am joined, as usual, by the editor of The Advocate, Jamie Wright. How's it going, Jamie? It's going great, Sean. How are you? Good. We have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, you know, it's been a few weeks since I've been on, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. This may go a little longer than 10 minutes. No, we'll try to keep it. We'll try to keep it in time. But <laughs> I got um, stuff to do, man. It's getting it's getting harder to find time for this, you know, with the summit approaching and all yeah, the yeah, other yeah. things that we do. So, if you don't have plans to come join us... Uh, for the Responsible Seafood Summit. You better make them soon because it's in St. John, New Brunswick, and it's just three weeks away, which is crazy. I know. So um, register now if you haven't already. Yeah. Jamie, you'll be there. Of course. I'll be there. Maddie and Justin will be there. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, I can't wait. So let's get into um, some of the stuff that we missed since our last update because it has been a few weeks. Yeah, it's been almost a month. Uh, So uh, yeah, almost a month. So we've had some really solid informative features like this one on Petros Aquaculture. This is um, there's a brand new company. So we wanted to talk to a company that was really in the planning stages, not yet operating, see kind of what challenges and opportunities mm-hmm. they're encountering. And kind um, of a new location too. Yeah. And exactly that, that was it. That, the, the, the opportunity to get Aruba in the headlines is pretty, yeah. <laughs> pretty neat. Um, and so they'll be farming Northern red snapper and there's a bunch of different red snapper subspecies and we'll be quizzing you on that later uh <laughs> hank hogan our writer he talked to the company about their plans and you know while they're in these early stages you know when they do actually put the equipment in the water they'll be it'll be top-notch equipment from innovacy so they're the equipment provider in boston really you know they have those submersible sea stations really really cool stuff yeah. for off offshore aquaculture yeah um, we also, you know, Bonnie, a regular contributor, she she checked in with um, a piece about some new antibiotic alternatives. In her most recent post, she spoke with biotech companies Organison Scientific. I hope I'm saying that right. Organison, uh, which sounds uses, right to me. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Which uses novel bacteriosins and AI technology, and is really focused on shrimp and Previo. I'm also hoping I'm saying that right. <laughs> We've got some interesting co- company names in this industry. Uh, Previo is a Norwegian firm that developed a new pro- probiotic and is, you know, of course, focused on salmon. As you know, antimicrobial resistance is a big issue in the global food supply. And it's, so it's good to check in on what's going on, you know, in aquaculture to see how the industry is approaching animal health and welfare without drugs that are critical to human health. And uh, just, you know, last week we talked to um, Matt Nixon. He's the owner of Muddy River Farm Aquaponics in Maine. And he, he developed a way to farm oysters in land, land-based facilities. He, so, and he's, he used the University of Maine's 3D polymer, polymer printer, which is the largest in the world, by the way, uh, to build a custom tank made of wood. You know, it was a material that he could afford and that wouldn't, like, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't leach into the water. Uh, so with the setup, he said, you can farm oysters in your garage. That's right. You heard me <laughs> in your garage. So be sure to check out those. Those have all been on the advocate in the last, uh, three or four weeks. There's our side hustle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> side hustle. <laughs> New Hampshire grown oysters. <laughs> <laughs> actually in the, in the office. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we actually should do that. That would be cool. Cool. So stuff coming up on deck. This is one of my favorite things about the summit, by the way. Yeah. I mean, actually it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, so like we're, we've worked. It's we call this on deck, but it's already started. So this week we published two articles. Uh, one, they're each a profile of the finalists for the Responsible 
Seafood Innovation Award. Um, we renamed this last year because we mm -hmm. expanded the, from aquaculture to aquaculture and fisheries. So we have two categories, um, and we'll be featuring a finalist from each sector each week, starting this week. So I, I had the pleasure of speaking with the, the three co-founders of Crisponex. They're a company based in Sweden that has a new concept for land-based shrimp farming using what they call BioRAS. So this actually combines two of the nerdiest concepts that we have. <laughs> Bioflock and, uh, <laughs> and, RAS. and RAS. Yes. yes. So uh, the use of bioflocks and recirculating, recirculating aquaculture systems in one circular system. So what's really neat about Crisponex is that the setup, you know, according to one of the co-founders, is true zero effluent. So solid waste, you know, isn't then exported from this circular system into something else like fertilizer. Right. So it, it's treated uh, in such a way that it can be essentially fed to this bacteria community of microbes and then industrially fermented to produce an edible biomass, which can then supplement the high cost of aquafeeds. So it's like aquaculture and biotech all in yeah. kind of one Super circular cool. motion. Yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, Chris Bonix designed this to set up its operations near industrial waste heat centers. So think power plants, steel plants, pulp mills, even data centers. There's, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of heat a produced there. Of, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so in the other category in fisheries is, um, this, this is actually really cool. We, we reported on this last year. There was a, a new vessel launched in Norway oh, to yep. fish scallops in the Barents Sea. And this fishery had been closed for 30 years. Ava Ocean is the finalist. And their fishing vessel, uh, the Arctic Pearl, is set to uh, harvest. It's set up to harvest scallops using a, a water pump technique that doesn't harm the seabed or result in any bycatch or the harvest of you know, shellfish that are too small. So definitely go to the website and check the story. We have this huge picture of the Arctic Pearl atop of the article, and this thing is impressive. It's an 80-meter oil field supply vessel, uh, which has been repurposed and retrofitted in a really neat way to harvest seafood. So congratulations to both companies. Super cool. And now... Yes, we have a treat for you. We have an exclusive, Aquademia yeah. exclusive. This is an Aquademia exclusive. So if you're listening to this today, which is Friday, September 15th, uh, through the weekend, you'll be the first to know the next two finalists. So if you're a regular listener, then you're right. a step ahead of even our readers. You so, are the only ones you're that are going to know what this is <laughs> so for the, like a few days. <laughs> yeah, for a little while. Uh, they'll be officially unveiled on, on The Advocate on Monday, but um, uh, the two finalists are Aquit, A-Q-U-I-T. They are a company with yet another antibiotic alternative focused on the Chilean salmon industry, an industry that really needs solutions like this. Yes. And Zeal Industries, they are a Hong Kong-based technology company that has developed an at-sea tracker or a black box, they call it. This tracker or black box called Uptime has two major functions. One is safety at sea, uh, as it can be placed on fishers' persons uh, to you know, expedite any rescue operations in a man overboard mm -hmm. situation. It can also be placed uh, on fishing gear itself. So in the event that it gets lost or the lines are cut, it can be found and retrieved. Very cool. Yeah, it's a really cool uh, solution for, you know, the fixed gear industry, which yeah. has been under a lot of focus lately. Yeah, yeah. And the ghost gear is, is always a hot topic. So yeah. interesting. Cool. You want to also go way back? Not we're, so way we're back? We're going to go back a little year. I'm a little, you know, I don't want to get motion sickness here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
wanted to remind your listeners about uh, last year's Innovation Award winners, Cruise Foam and Aristogene Biosciences, which, you know, you might uh, sense a theme building here. If you've been listening to this segment, there's a, there's a big focus on developing alternatives to antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And Aristogene Biosciences was, is focused on India's shrimp sector. But I think you can see from this competition that innovation really is about problem solving. And, you know, and then you can also see from the competition what the major problems are. And I think we do a pretty good job of presenting a wide range of different issues and solutions. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember back in when we did Goal in India, I remember one of the keynotes focused a lot on antibiotic uh, resistance. And that was like, you know, basically we were saying this is such a huge, going to be a huge problem. And then a few years later, now you see all of these Innovation Award finalists working on that. That was probably one of the most memorable keynote. Absolutely, I and think so. that I've seen at our conferences, and it still gives me nightmares. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think about that more than I should. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anyone's, we should find that. We do we have a video of that we, we have to have it somewhere. Up. Yeah. Yeah, because he the the way he illustrated the the progress that any microbes can have against mm-hmm. uh, antibiotics. It's just it's a little scary. It, it is. might keep you up at night. Yeah. So, but seafood is on a path of continued improvement, and the Innovation Award is a neat way to track its progress. And we'll have four more really cool innovations coming in the next couple weeks. For sure. So make sure you check that out. This episode will have more links than normal, but all of them are going to be in the show notes. Definitely go read all those articles and look into the uh, Innovation Award finalists, especially if you are going to Summit, because we're going to want you to uh, participate in the voting process while you're at the event. So uh, make sure you read up and get familiar with these finalists and look for the next two finalist articles to come out next week next week all right anything else you got for me that's it all right thank you so much jamie thank you sean we will talk to everyone next time